Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 2020 at times, it sounded a lot like this. And while that sound could have many origins, today's story has a singular focus. We are supposed to be wearing masks. Two years into the pandemic and now we've got some numbers. So did the masks work or not? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. The start of the COVID-19 pandemic was abrupt and chaotic. It felt like the whole world was just shutting down around us and it kind of was. I mean, never had anybody under the age of 100 experienced anything like this. And because of the novelty of the coronavirus, even doctors and scientists, they weren't exactly sure how to handle it, which led to a lot of confusion thanks to mixed messaging. At first, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention advised against masking because there was no evidence to support its effectiveness. But that notion was short-lived, and so the messaging, it had to change. CDC recommends, and the task force recommends, wearing cloth face coverings in public settings where other social distancing measures are difficult to maintain. These include places like grocery stores and pharmacies. We especially recommend this in areas of significant community-based transmission. It's critical to emphasize that maintaining six feet of social distancing remains key to slowing the spread of the virus. But CDC is additionally advising the use of simple cloth coverings to slow the spread of the virus and to help people who may have the virus and do not know it from transmitting it to others. That right there, that's the voice of U.S. Surgeon General Dr. Jerome Adams on April 3rd of 2020. It was in a joint press conference with President Donald Trump who said he would not wear one or use a federal mandate, but he also said he didn't think it was a bad idea. So with uh, the masks, it's going to be really a voluntary thing. You can do it. You don't have to do it. I'm choosing not to do it, but some people may want to do it, and that's okay. It may be good. Probably will. They're making a recommendation. It's only a recommendation. It's voluntary. While the messaging may have been a little muddled, about a month into the pandemic, the guidance from the government was clear. Masking up will save lives. That was the message. What's the reality? My co-worker, Stephanie Raymond, she did a deep dive into that question for Odyssey Investigates. You can check it out right now at odyssey.com. Stephanie writes, quote, a dive into the data between the length of mask mandates per state and the number of people who died from COVID shows little connection between the two. Bluntly, longer mask mandates did not correlate with fewer deaths per capita, end quote. So that's a hard no, and the numbers, they don't lie. Stephanie used data from U.S. News with a cutoff date of March 26th of this year. Why March 26th? That was when the final state mandate was lifted. That was Hawaii. It needs to be said, the top and bottom are clear. With a death rate of 410, Mississippi tops the list and also owns the shortest mandate, 56 days. Arizona was second in the death rate and had no mandate at all. We mentioned Hawaii a minute ago. They had the lowest death rate and the longest mask mandate. 96 the death rate, 704 days the mask mandate. As we work our way towards the middle of the list, things become far more muddled. 
For example, Michigan had a mask mandate for 423 days. Everyone is expected and ordered to wear a mask when you're in a place of accommodation. And still landed at number 10 with a death rate of 356. But Tennessee's death rate was just a tick higher at 372 without a mask mandate at all. Does this mean that masks in general don't work? Well, do masks work? Before we can answer that question, we have to define what a mask is. The three basic kinds are the N95 respirator, the thing that fits very tight on your face. The air actually passes through the material, the matrix uh, uh, material. This is actually a poured material. Uh, and that hardens and the virus is trapped when it goes through there and it doesn't leak in along the side of the face. Those are the kinds of masks that we need for healthcare workers, first responders that are taking care of ill patients uh, to protect them. These are very important. And given that we know that this virus can be transmitted by what we call aerosols, that's the most tiny of particles, if anything comes in along the side of the mask or escapes that way, then it really minimizes both the protection for the individual who uses the mask or the protection for others so that if I'm infected, I don't transmit to them. That's when you get into the surgical mask and to the cloth mask. And quite honestly, the data for both is lacking, that they are major impediments in either getting infected or infecting others. People want to wear masks, that's great. Cloth masks, I think at the very bottom of the list, have little impact, if any, but they've become basically something that people feel like they have to do or want to do, and if they want to do it, go ahead. That is the voice of Dr. Michael Osterholm. He's an epidemiologist and a professor at the University of Minnesota. He's also a member of the president's COVID-19 advisory board. The lesson there is masks. It's not an ambiguous term, but that's what happened during the pandemic. Masks became face coverings, anything that covered your face. And the further said face coverings strayed from design, the less effective it became. That clip from Dr. Olsterholm was from May of 2020 on the Chad Hartman Show on WCCO in Minneapolis. In that same interview, the doc, he had a prediction. I think we're going to show in the end that many more healthcare workers were infected by working with only surgical masks and not N95s. I can tell you right now, I, I don't believe that they play any major role in either preventing me from getting infected if I use it or if I am infected and don't know it and I don't have any symptoms, they don't protect those around me. Just how different is the N95 against the cloth mask? Here's Dr. Olsterholm again, but this time from last summer. If I were in a room right now with someone who had COVID and was quite infectious, I would likely have an infectious dose inhaled into my lungs within 15 minutes, meaning the concentration was high enough over time. If I put on a face cloth covering, I may get 20 minutes. If I wear an N95 respirator, I'll get 25 or more hours. My message continues to be, yes, you do get great protection when you use the kind of respiratory protection we're talking about. Unfortunately, the term mass has come to mean anything you can put in front of your face. The numbers there are astonishing. The cloth mask only buys you five more minutes of protection, while the N95 would protect you beyond 24 hours. Masks had another adverse effect. Heated debates turning violent or even fatal. In her article, Stephanie recalls the security guard who was fatally shot in Flint back in 2020 because he denied a maskless couple entry into the store. And the friendly skies? Well, they became no more. In 2021, the FAA said 70% of their nearly 6,000 reports of an early passengers were due to masking. That's about 4,200 incidents, totaling about $5 million in fines. 
It is worth noting throughout all of this, like anything else, that this research has its limitations. Unknowns still remain. Stephanie says it's hard to measure compliance and enforcement rates, and to compound that, states have their own policies when it comes to COVID death reporting, so that leaves the reporting not uniform. Even though we are over two years into the pandemic, expert awareness continues to evolve. The learning process will likely never end. And Dr. Olsterholm says that makes this lesson on proper masking so important. What the CDC addressed was the fact that we're now finding that when people do have breakthrough infections, that the level of virus in their respiratory tract is similar to that as if they had never been vaccinated. That's a whole different issue. Now can someone who has been vaccinated potentially transmit the virus? And that's what that is about. And so that's why the recommendation came out about continuing to wear something they call it masking. Again, I come back and say, please wear an N95. While N95 or KN95 masks were the only variety that proved to be effective, masks were never going to be the ultimate answer. In Stephanie's piece, she writes about the COVID-19 vaccine saying, quote, an analysis by Brown University after the U.S. hit a grim milestone of 1 million COVID deaths on more than 300,000 could have been prevented by the vaccine, end quote. That doesn't put the mask debate to bed. It just makes it secondary. So if you're going to mask up in the future, make it worth it and choose the correct mask. A big thank you to my Odyssey colleague Stephanie Raymond for her deep dive into the mask debate. Her well-researched story served as the backbone for this podcast. Go read that story right now at odyssey.com. And for the latest on the ever-evolving coronavirus story here locally, visit wwjnewsradio.com. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.